All aboard! He's cold, bold, and letting the truth be told. He is Mr. 715. Welcome to Mr. 715. I'm your host. It looks all good. You guys feeling good? Feeling good, man. Well, it, it actually looks like we're recording, and I told you people that listen to this stupid show, I don't know why you listen to it, but you do, and that's all that matters. And I have today the biggest podcast crew in history of the Mr. 715 show. That's right. Here we are with, I'm going to go down the line, and they're going to announce themselves. And someone's closing the door, like, all mysteriously. <laughs> and it's like, close the door. You can't close it all the way. I'm going to go down. We got someone drinking a summer, a summer shandy. His name is... Brad. Brad Stern. He just ruined the show. <laughs> I, Brad, I told you, you have to be super excited. This is oh, crazy. I'm pumped. Okay. I'm pumped right now. Next. And who we got here? We got the Mexican back on the show. What's up? All right. And next. I'm Dustin Baronic. And who are you, Dustin Baronic? I would be your daughter's boyfriend. Oh, God. Don't tell <laughs> oh, everybody fucking that. Kill me uh, already. Who's the next one? <laughs> I am Hans Hartleben's daughter, y'all. This is Savannah Lajeunesse. We have, for the first time, my daughter is on set in the whiskey room. Holy shit, we're getting serious. Well, now getting too serious. It's 10 o'clock at night. Chris... <laughs> My partner and friend, Polanco, said, God, we're all sitting here, we're drinking, we're talking about fishing stories. Everybody's talking about fishing stories but me. I have no fishing story. I never caught a fish in my life. But they are going back and forth, who's a better fisherman? And Chris, all of a sudden, hey, you got to do a podcast, bro. You haven't done one in ages. What's better than a podcast on a freaking Friday night? Tell me about it. I agree. I, I can't agree with you more. So... We brought the shit in the whiskey room. It's a lot of fucking work to set this shit up, okay, with these mics and all this stuff. And I hope you people in Singapore are appreciating me because I have, I got a listener in Singapore, all right? And I think I make that clear. And one in North Korea. North That's a Korea. Fact. Dustin's looking at me weird. That's impressive. Thank you, Dustin. Now, guys, what is the basis of this show? Because people are wondering right now. What the hell are all these freaks doing on the show? We're in the whiskey room. Brad, let's start with you. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, everybody. <laughs> We're having a good time. And um, we haven't done a podcast in a long time. And I told you that already. So I'm not going to repeat myself. But this is the best podcast in the freaking world. All right? Listen up, Dustin. <laughs> I'm listening. Dustin, start with your fishing background. Go ahead. Because people really care about fishing that much. Yeah, we really care. All right, well, from a very young age, my parents were professional fishermen. That's how I started out. Professional. Oh, shit. I swear on my life. Are you? This guy's telling me his parents were professional fishermen. Professional. Sure. Chris, is it your turn to talk? Yeah, professional. <laughs> the best thing about podcasting, folks, is you get to hear yourself on a microphone, which sounds really cool. <laughs> Go ahead, Dustin. I'm sorry. His, go ahead. Ah, uh, yeah. So my parents were professional fishermen for walleyes. Um, how? How are they professionals? They get paid. 
Who is paying your parents to catch fish? Well, I mean, I becoming a professional shit. fisherman ain't that hard. It's just sticking the money into the tournament. You pay for the tournament, and just like that, you're basically a professional. Do you have to get a pro What do you mean, card? basically, you're a no, professional? No, you don't have to get a pro card. So if you if I if, enter if a fucking fishing tournament, you stick I'm the a money professional into, fisherman. You're a professional fisherman because you're out there to try to make the money. Wait, so everybody that goes in tournaments are professionals? Everyone, I guess. According to Dustin. Correct. Oh. There's the only only difference between guys that are good and guys that aren't are the ones that have the big time sponsorships that basically get paid for everything they do. Brad, now I'm asking Brad. He is a really good fisherman. He said, and they're comparing pictures earlier. He said his is where you know his he caught more fish than Dustin, obviously. Du- and he and said Dustin's a kid. He said he's a kid. Brad, how old are you? Twenty nine. Brad, be closer to the fucking microphone. How many times I got to tell you this? I'm 29 years old. You're, you're a 29 years old. Uh, Dustin, you're what? 21. 21. And um, Brad, do you agree that that is what is considered to be true as a professional fisherman? All you got to do is enter a tournament. I agree. That's true. All right. Tell me more, Dustin. You earned your keep. Go ahead. Take the fucking mic. Go. All right. So, yeah. So, my parents were walleye fishermen. Growing up, that's basically all I did. Fishing Wisconsin River, a lot of different things like that. Um, and I decided that that's not the path that I wanted to take. I wanted to go towards bass fishing. So I went towards bass fishing, got all the equipment, got the boat, and basically where I'm at now. That's where you're at now. That's where I'm at now. You're at now in life. Where you're at in your life right now is a professional fisherman. But you went a different route than your parents, and you decided to hunt for different fish. Correct. That, that's it. That's it's, it's, it's really all it is. Don't you people just catch fish? What, I mean, how can you say I'm catching walleyes? I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm walleye fishing. What happens if you catch a crappie or a bass? I mean, that kind of thing happens. In tournaments, you could be going after bass and catch any, any fish. And you're out there to get the bass. Say you're going for the bass. That's where the money's at. I mean, in the tournament, you throw out a bait, all of a sudden you're reeling a crappie. That's no good. You don't want that. I mean, it happens, but that's not what you're going for. It's just a waste of time. It's not even going to count, right? No, it doesn't count. To no counter. Yeah. Chris, what do you have to say about this? He's waiting to chime in. The thing about it is, is for me, it's like if you're going to fish for fish, you're going to fish for fish. Um, whatever you catch is going to be whatever you catch. And if you catch a crappie or a walleye or a northern, it's what's, you know, you cast your pole up there. You don't know what you're going to catch. You don't want northern pike. You're terrible. No, you don't want them. The thing, I always thought catching northern was awesome. Those are huge. I absolutely hate northern pike. You hate northern pike when you're not fishing for them. You don't hate them when you are fishing for them. I never what fish you, for northern pike. What's so bad about a northern? Tell tell the audience. What is so bad about catching a northern pike? You're all, you don't want it. You don't want northern. Usually no, they catch a line. So bad. Usually they you catch a line. You keep saying what is so, but what is so bad about them? They're slimy and they got. Really sharp teeth, and they destroy your baits. Mm-hmm. Cut your hands. I think you're kind of like, okay, here's my take on this, and I want you guys to give me your take. So you put up bird feeders because birds are so freaking beautiful, apparently. But then a <laughs> squirrel comes, and a squirrel, oh, my God, we had a squirrel. They're wrecking the shit. Squirrels are cooler than birds. I think so. So you're going for a... You're going for a bass, and you catch a bigger northern, and you're pissed off? Absolutely. 
I'm not following you, folks. I, I don't get it. I want somebody to educate. Don't Dude, explain to us why catching an northern is worse than catching a bass when you're catching a a 24 inch northern than catching a 16 inch bass. Tell me why is this is such a big deal? And this just turned into a fishing show, folks. This is. Do you remember Babe Euchre? What is his name? A Babe Winkleman. Babe Winkleman. Babe Winkleman. Oh, Babe Winkleman. I met him when I was a kid. I want you to know that. Okay. <laughs> Good one. Old Babe. Oh, I did meet him. My Old dad babe. took me to the, the... My dad took me to the Milwaukee Sports Show. And I... You get those... There's those ponds. Dustin, are you familiar with this? Those ponds at the sports shows? And you get little kids fish, and they, they, they can throw the lines in, and they catch fish? Yes, I am. You are familiar. He's familiar with everything. Hey, this guy knows everything. This He's been all around the freaking world. He knows Apparently. more than anybody that I know. He, this guy just knows Justin, shit. what is the capital of Greece? I have no idea. Me either. Okay, Go so Chris. he doesn't know everything. I'm not that smart. <laughs> I think it's Athens. But um, Go ahead, Chris. I'm just really smart. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, the host of the show, so I'm super smart. You know, the thing I'm just saying is is bass fishing, northern fishing, walleye fishing, to me, you cast your pole out there, you catch a fish, you should be happy that you caught something. You know, I'd rather catch something than nothing. Did you just what? say catch a pole? <laughs> I'd be happier than to catch a pole. You guys do know that's a Friday night. We're all sitting here over at Mr. 715's house drinking some drinks. Drinking some and drinks. And we're having a, having a good time. And uh, the, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Noon. Noon. This has been since noon. So we might not say the appropriate. No, not we. We. Chris. Chris. I might not say the most appropriate or... Uh, influential kind of things that you guys Whoa, want to hear. Big words. I use big, big words because guess what? I read the dictionary last night, so he I know read some the big dictionary. words. He's trying to redeem himself. Trying to I redeem himself. That's good shit, man. That's good shit. But we got some some gals here. We got some guys here, and these guys are pro fishermen. They're talking some about gals. how they are the better ones. than Big Winkleman, <laughs> and they're better than every fisherman that's out there. I want to hear their stories and tell me why you're so much better than. Babe Winkleman, who's been on TV, and you guys have not. So tell me why you're such great fishermen. Actually, I don't give a shit about fishing anymore because it's so fucking boring. And I'm going to be honest with you folks out there. I think fishing has got to be the most bo- Fishing and hunting. You people that fish and hunt and make your life of fishing and hunting a week. You're weak. Because I, in my opinion, I feel like you have nothing fucking better to do. Listen to this, Dustin. Of all the I'm things listening. and all the businesses you could open yep. and all the shit you could attempt to try in life, mm-hmm. you're going to do what every single other motherfucker does in the world, and you're going to go, well, today I'm going to throw a fucking worm in the water. That's what you're choosing to do with your life? He's nodding his head. He's got nothing. No. That'd be cool no. Okay, let's go, let's go back to the weak part of the hunting one. All right, so the hunters are weak. That's what you say, right? That's correct. All right, so let's say you go out into the woods. Say you're out there for eight hours. It's 10 above, freezing cold. You're sitting in a tree, 20-mile-an-hour winds, just blowing like heck. But you stick it out all day just to go after that one buck you're chasing. Mm -hmm. You're going to sit out there all day freezing your ass off, but them guys are weak. Or stupid. Could be stupid. (laughs) I don't know. Could be a passion, too, though. Well, it could be a passion, or it just could be dumb. 
I mean, let's be honest. I mean, there's it's a lot of different opinion. ways to look. Of course, it's the opinion. There's different ways of looking at things in life. Um, if you oh. love to sit in the tree and freeze, that is your obligation. I mean, that is your prerogative. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a good word for Chris Blanc. I'm hoping they have a sandwich out there or whatnot, because uh, yeah, I'm not going to sit in a tree for eight hours on a sandwich. I got to eat something. I eat. I fish. I have fished. I have caught the fish. And at my level, I call them fish, mm. because once you're at the, I don't know, I guess the level that I'm at as a fisherman, I call them fish. He's at a better level than the rest of us. I am at a better he, level. He's got even his own words for what fish are. I, I know all the best words. And I'm also a hunter that has bow hunted many times, okay? I've drew many arrows, Dustin. <laughs> I know which feather points out. There you go. But I hated it because there's better shit to do. Savannah, what do you have to say about that? No, I'm caught. No, Savannah and Dustin are boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Wow. Look at them. Wowzers. <laughs> uh, pretty intense. Like, um, do you guys plan on getting married? Yes. I never want to he hear knew that he again. Had to, he knew he had to say something <laughs> definitive and fucking right now. That's why I like this kid. <laughs> There's a good shit right here. Dusted Baranic. They say it right? Baranic. Baranic. Close enough. Why? Though. Why? I don't know. Nobody can pronounce it right. Oh, I can. Welcome to my life. There you go. <laughs> I can. And Savannah, the La Jeunesse, is my daughter. She should have Hartleben's name, but La Jeunesse is a beautiful name, by the way. The, no disrespect to her family that listens. What about you, Miss 906, out in Marquette, Michigan? Jane, if you're listening to me, damn it. Have a drink of red wine. To tell you what, that that to say her last well, name. Wait a minute. No, what was all that first part? To say her last name the way you said it, La Jeunesse. Is that what you said? It's a beautiful name. That is sexy. It's it's more sexy than saying um, Garcia or I'm I'm obviously I'm saying Mexican names because I'm a Mexican. Um, so Rodriguez or anything like that that yes, that's a is. pretty sexy name. I'm telling you guys what, she's a sexy little girl. Um, she, she, uh, my she, dad's here. That's pretty yeah. Cool. It's pretty. It's pretty weird because her dad's staring at me with real bad eyes. <laughs> and weird, uh, I don't. Know, I don't know what's going to happen after the podcast, but I'm going to run. That's all I, I know. <laughs> but it's happy. I'm happy to have Savannah Lajeunesse, Dustin Baranic, Baranic, Chris Polanco, and Brad. What's your fucking last name? Stern. Brad Stern. That's easy. It's an easy one. It's an easy one. But Brad just refuses, just in this podcast, he refuses to go next to the microphone because he's so shy or whatever. He's so cute. He's trying to be too cool. He's wearing an Under Armour shirt that's so fucking tight. It's unbelievable. You should see this guy. Huge. He's huge. <laughs> Veins popping, but he's way the fuck away from the microphone. I'm right here. Oh. Here's <laughs> <laughs> the guy that stands in the corner all night. Now he just runs up to the mic and says, I'm here. We're all supposed to run away, I guess. But and all the chicks come running. <laughs> There's chicks here. We got a, a fan crowd over here, and they're all smiling at them and wink, winking at them and whatnot. And this is pretty cool. It is cool. It is very cool. Uh, Savannah, little two cents of Savannah. Savannah is a cosmetologist. I'm very proud of her, dude. She does incredible freaking work. Everyone listening, go to her Instagram. That is Sav. Underscore Lajeunesse, L-A-J-E-U-N-E-S-S-E. It's also with my personal account because, you know, I 
I like to get to know everyone else that I see. I don't want to try to be some fake person, show you a little bit about my life, and then has a lot of my work on it too, so you can go check it out. Um, I love to do hair. I have loved to do art my entire life. It is a way to continue to do that for me, and I enjoy every single minute of it. And folks, I want you to understand something. I'm going to brag about my daughter a little bit. She just got into this industry. She does some balayage, which I know what balayage is. You don't. You people listening have no idea what, what balayage is. I do. It's infusion of different colored dye, basically. Oh, she gave me a weird look. It's, I know. I usually know it better than that. But what it is is it's, uh, well, let's give it to Savannah. Take it away. All right, so basically what it is, is instead of having a solid color all over your hair, we actually start from the bottom um, and give accent pieces through the top. But so most of the time you still have your natural color of your hair. So it all is supposed to tie into a natural look of highlights. And she will be featured on the podcast more frequently because of her awesome speaking right there. That was awesome. But she posts this shit. No offense. She posts her results, and she literally has people that she doesn't know, strangers, contacting her, wanting to book with her. And right now, as a 20-year-old girl, she you can't even get in. You don't even hope to get in. You, in your wildest dreams, would get in with her to do blonde. She's, she majors in blonde hair. She's very good at it, and I'm very proud of her. Thank you. Dustin, your two cents on that. I think it's awesome. She's great at hair. I'm proud of her, too. All right. Well, Brock. Uh, Brock. Brock. <laughs> Dustin, I came up. Memory. Late. It's late, folks. It's late. All right. Who wants to take the floor? We got to talk about some shit. Let's get serious. Let's talk about something that's real in this world, and let's talk about uh, not about hair and not about fishing. Let's talk about something that's real in this world. Let's talk about. You talking that my profession is not real? No, no it's real. I, I, I get what you're saying, I and, I, and I understand that, that you're. I just got attacked right now. If everybody can hear that, and that is that wasn't my, my intention at all. But what I want to talk about is something that's real in life, and it's a Friday night, and we're all drinking some drinks, and this is a good time. But let's talk about something real in this world. Well, substance, bring it. Bring it. Let's talk about what kids do on a daily basis. Because I want to, I want to know. I got, I, yeah, I've got a son myself. I've got a daughter myself. I want to know what kids do on a daily basis that's productive in this world and not so uh, unproductive. Because right now, video games and uh, staying inside in the air conditioning doesn't, it, it, it doesn't, it, it doesn't do it for me. So let's talk about that, Hans. What, do, what do you think about uh, kids in this day and age? I think we, the parents, are responsible for underproductivity of our kids. But in our defense, and the kids' defense more than anybody, kids can't do shit. They can't do nothing. They get scolded by teachers. They can't, they can't go out and wrestle. They can't go and tackle somebody in football. They can't use any type of physicality at all. So when you're boxed up, and there's a thing called masculine, isn't it? Uh, masculine is, is, well, well, there was a name of that. Before I get mes, mes, Mexican? Masculinity. No, Mexican. <laughs> you lit- Anyways, so <laughs> um, it's being frowned upon. 
and uh, people can't be themselves. They're worried. They have to turn to social media. Everything that used to be conversed in a real conversation has to be portrayed in an email type of format such as social media. So I have to be politically correct. Now, this is a kid. This is a kid that has wants to say, hey, go screw off, Johnny. Tell your daddy sucks and he's fat. You can't say that. You can't say that anymore, but that was a release. That's a release. They say, well, that's harsh. That's why that is very bothering to society. Well, then what's wrong with it? That's my take on it. You ask me my take, that's my take. Kids can't do shit anymore. Oh, you're going to take them to the park? You can't even swing too high before you get yelled at. What happened to the days of uh, playing with sticks? I mean, when I was a young kid, we didn't have a whole lot of money, so a stick it could be a gun, it could be a sword, it could be anything that you want it to be. You have to use your imagination. And today, there's no imagination. My big thing, and I've, and I've told this to Mr. 715 a hundred times, is kids don't go outside enough to look at the stars. And if they can't see the stars, they can't reach for anything. And I want kids to actually reach for something. And like I did when I was a kid, I seen the stars. I seen what stars look like, and I reach for them. And you can't reach for stars if you can't see them. The only way kids are going to prosper in this world today is to reach for something. And if they, there's no stars to reach for. They can't reach for anything. What do you think about that, Mr. 715? But you're leaving out why aren't they reaching for the stars. That I, I, I can agree with. Is it parents? Is it the society? Is it what, what, what is making them not reach for the stars? Are they not seeing what's, what's in front of their face? Are they not seeing what's... What's out there? Are they just... You told me. You told me the answer. Now you're not fucking spitting it out. And I gave you chance after chance after chance. You're This guy's the one who told me, you know why kids aren't reaching for the stars? Because they can't see them. You know why they can't see them? Because they're not even looking at the stars. They're looking at their fucking cell phones. Absolutely. Back when we didn't have cell phones, we looked at the stars. We gazed at the stars and we made a decision or based on... Uh, a dream what would it be like to do this that and the other thing but now people you could say did you see the sunset the other day i have no idea i was looking at my phone they don't say that but no one is even chris is the one who told me this guys listen to me that's an email that little ring that you just heard was an email i have that okay because <laughs> i can't shut the son of a bitch off <laughs> i told you it's the worst podcast in town but he said that they're just not looking in the in the sky. And that hit home with me. Well what then you forgot? I didn't forget, but the Uh-oh. thing the thing is is like we've got some twenty year olds here, we've got some mid twenties here. I wanna hear their concept on why they're not reaching for the stars, why they don't go outside, lay in the ground and look up at the stars like we used to do when we were kids. Why did we do it when we were kids? Because there was nothing else to do. We didn't have a cell phone to play with. We didn't have video games to play with. We had sticks. We had imagination. Cardboard boxes. So, so let me ask you a question, Savannah. Let me ask you a question, Dustin. Let me ask you a question, Brad, who are here on the podcast today, who are in their 20s. Tell me why you guys don't look at the stars. I can tell you right now, when I was younger, when I, I would go outside. That's all I did. Even now when I have a cell phone, I like to be outside way more than I like to be inside. 
I get the chance, like we were talking about earlier, going fishing, going hunting, anything like that. I like, I just like being outside in general. And a big thing I think nowadays is that people are baby too much. I think, like, say we're playing baseball, everybody gets a trophy. Like, I don't think that's how that's it's not how it should be. Explain it. Explain that. Why? I don't know. It should why be. Should, but, it should but be the people Dustin, who work for it more. Should be why? The ones. Why? No one wants to get their feelings hurt now. Exactly. But no, why should only the people that did very well? I get what you're saying. I'm just going to elaborate. Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't fourth place be congratulated? Because they shouldn't. It's the people who work the hardest for it, the ones who are actually putting in the effort and trying to be number one. Them are the people who should be getting rewarded. Why? Because. You still haven't said why, though. I know you're saying what you're. No, hear me out. You're saying they shouldn't. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. I'm on board. But I want you to tell me why they shouldn't be awarded that or what should change with that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's called, when I tell people, I said, don't bring me a problem without a solution. I want a solution. Go. In the long run, if the kids are babied in the beginning, in the end, they're going to be looking for handouts their whole lives. Plain and simple. If they're looking, I don't know, that's just how it is. You got more. You got more. I got some that, well, uh, you know, in, in my you're opinion, in my opinion is this. If you're not reaching for anything now, how can you reach for anything later? Um, this is going to follow you your whole life. How can you be functional and aggressive or prosperous in life if you're not reaching for anything? There's goals out there and you need to hit them. And kids these days, they don't have that. Uh, mommy and daddy want to give them everything, but what happens when they get into the real world? What happens when... They have to work. What happens when they're in the real world and, they, and, and, and things don't go their way? Nobody's going to give them anything. Nobody gave me anything. Nobody gave you anything. We worked for it. Now, because kids are given so much as kids, when they get older, it's hard for them to function because nobody's giving them anything. You have to work for it. How do you build a workforce with kids like they did back in the days in today's society, when you're giving them everything, how can they build that that you know intelligence of working hard for something that they want when they don't have that? That's my, that's my opinion on the whole thing. No, makes sense to me, Dustin. What do you agree? I agree 100. percent It's the having the goal and trying to reach it. I want Brad to answer this. If Brad agrees, why should you get rid of the fourth place trophy? Because when I was a kid, we never, there was no, you got a ribbon for fourth place. You didn't get no trophy or no medal. You got a, you got a ribbon or you got nothing. But why? Because I, I, who should, wants a fourth place? But did they earn the fourth place? They won fourth they, place trophies. They won fourth place ribbon. Why should you get a ribbon? Because you show up. You get nothing. You, get, you show hey, up. you should get nothing. That You should get nothing because you sucked. You sucked. You didn't work hard enough. You didn't practice hard enough. That's the way it is because you didn't. A, B, and C, one, two, and three, first, second, and place guys worked their ass off all summer, okay? They put in hours and hours of work. Fourth place guy obviously did not, okay? So you can't award a loser. Yes, that kid is not a winner, so obviously he's a loser. He's not a loser at life. He just lost at the fucking sport. Okay, get over it. That's what happened. That's what happened. And you know what a game is? 
it's a spectacle of how much practice everyone put in. So everyone practices way more than you play. You practice in football every single day. Twice a day. Two a days. Right? You get one game a week. All that is is a trial and a showcase of how much you practiced. How much you worked and thought about the game. That's what a game is. So if you lose, so what? You sucked. Disagree with me. Go. That's a loser right there. I agree 100% because tell you what, you you should raise your kids the way that you want them to be uh, as adults. And if you're going to keep them a loser all the time in fourth place, guess what? When they become adults, they will be in fourth place all the time. The only way that you're going to be accomplished in life is to work hard for it. Now, if you want them to be a winner, you have to let them know, hey, fourth place isn't good enough. And that's what parents don't want to do. They want to talk about fourth place is good enough. You did a great job. No, you didn't. In my in my house, you didn't do a great job. You were fourth place. You were fourth loser compared to the number one person that fucking won. And and, and the thing is, is like, I'm I'm the asshole right now because I said that. I I'm, I'm the asshole because I said my kid's a loser. You know what? I promise you this. He is. And if I don't tell him that he's a loser now, he's not gonna know that he's a loser in twenty years. Oh, guys, I love it. That was, dude. I'm gonna tell you what. I agree with 185 yep. percent of every single thing you said. Now I want to go back to Savannah. What do you think about the, those wise words that he just said? You disagree? No. You're a kid. You're my kid. Go ahead and talk. Um, I think that he he's so much right because, you know, the thing is nowadays everyone. Just like they were saying, no one tries hard anymore. You know, oh, Why? well, I didn't get this, I didn't get that, because they're lazy. There you go. Laziness is such a big thing nowadays, and I think it's fantastic that some of these leagues that still don't give out, you know, trophies to every single player is fantastic, because these kids want to bust their butt because they want to be number one. They want to get those trophies. And you know what? When all these people are getting trophies, every single player on the team, what are they going to think? Oh, well, I was good enough. I'm not going to try to get better now because I got a trophy. So So what about for your company? Any business owners out there? You want people to say, I'm just going to get by? I'm going to do the least I can do to get by. But here's the thing that no one's talked about. This is what I think. I think people, I don't care who you are. I think you want to feel accomplished. I think any little fucking kid, I don't care how skinny, how fat, how um, uneducated they may be, they want to feel accomplished and feel like, hey, I got it. I put in the work and I accomplished something. And for those people, I still think there's a, a high future. And the thing is, the only way you can feel accomplishment is by succeeding in what you do, whether it's baseball or soccer or football. You give it everything you got. Give it everything you've got. And as long as you tried and you gave 100%, I promise you, you will succeed in life. You might not succeed. You might not be the best tackler. You might not be the best pitcher. You might not be the best quarterback. But in life, if you give it everything you got, you will be the best at what you do. And that's all we ask for in this world is to be the best at what you can do. Because in life, no one is going to give you anything. You have to earn it. And the only way you can earn it is to be the best at what you do. 
Wow. Dang. Damn, you you got something, Dustin? Yeah, you take it back to the parenting thing like he's saying. It comes down to that. For when growing up, my parents, it didn't matter if what we were doing. Say we were going mini golfing. They didn't take it easy on me. It was whoever wins, wins. And that's how it should be. Because you go from anything like that, um, you want first place. Like, from parenting aspect, if you're making your kids work hard for something their whole life, they're going to succeed in life. It's just that simple. Agreed. So why are you such a good fisherman now? My, my question is, because That's, you're a good fisherman. Yeah. You know you're a good fisherman. Yep. Why are you so good? You said your mom and dad were pro fishermen. Why are you such a good fisherman now? Because they instilled that in you True. to be the best at what you can do. Right? Every, you like every, to make fun of it, but I'm telling you, it means no, something. It you're does. accomplished. You're doing it. Are you proud of yourself? Oh, I'm 100% proud of myself. And how many people aren't proud of themselves? How many people, your friends... Or your acquaintances your age are not proud of themselves. If I went up to them and I asked them, what are you proud of? What are they going to say? I don't know. A lot of kids in my grade and my age, all I, all I know them for is in high school, they thought they were sweet because they were good at video games. They didn't oh, get God. outside. Oh, they weren't. Oh, my God. Is that re- are you kidding me? I'm serious. I'm, you, were they, a pro- they were walking through class or walking through the hallways proud going i kicked uh call of duty's ass last night correct no shit i'm not even kidding and then what happens is and then when you have to get a job and it's not call of duty and you're not the top notch then what happens you don't succeed you don't know what a work ethic is and then what happens do you blame it on other people they don't they don't don't, don't, who do they have who do they have it to blame it on i mean you can try to blame it on your parents but is it really their fault i don't know i don't know whose fault it is it's got to be somebody's fault I don't know. I don't. I don't blame anybody for anything. You're your own person, and you do your own things. They had every chance they possibly could to go outside, do something, be productive. But instead, they sit in the basement and play video games. I don't know. That that wasn't me. Let me say something real quick here. Success comes from within. It it comes from within every individual. I grew up on food stamps. I grew up on Salvation Army, and to be the man I am today was a lot of work. It took a lot of time. And it took people talking about me, saying decision about me, and I had to overcome that. And the only way anybody in this world is going to ever become anybody is to overcome whatever people are talking about you or whatever you feel about yourself. You have to feel the best of the best to be the best of the best. And I became what I am today because I didn't care what anybody said. I knew that when they said something about me, it fueled me to be the best of the best. It fueled me to make myself better, and I'm the best of what I do because of what other people said. So talk all you want, say what you want, and tell me I'm a loser, and I'll, tell, I'll show you a winner every single time. Every single time. Well said, my friends. Thank you. Hey, I think that this was a hell of a podcast. We're at 35 minutes, and we just talked some shit, but we got a couple guys. Chris, was- I think that was phenomenal fantastic um if you got something out of this podcast say something um go to mr 715 show.com like me on mr 715 show page on facebook i never heard i don't know if you ever heard of face page (laughs) but anyways like it follow it we're gonna get a real we're gonna get a real aggressive in this stuff all right so in the meantime (coughs) bottoms up And remember to support your 
local, state, federal, county law enforcement agencies. You might just meet them sometime. Out!